the inner circle never effing forget! And I am the exalted one. You couldn't last a day in my shoes! D.M.D. If you think you are the best in the world. I need my older brother. Nick freaking Gates! You're the next great wrestling tragedy. Aiden joined by Sal, and we're here for a special edition of the podcast for our all-out 2021 predictions. Kicking things off with the buy-in, we have the Hardy family office taking on the best friends and Jurassic Express. All right, so for me, this is how I feel like it's going to end up going. So... Okay, before I get to my prediction, actually, let me, let me just quickly point out that each team has a high chance of losing simply because of people that are in it. With the best friends and Dress Express, we are used as obviously the weak link, so if they're going to lose, Yuta's going to take the pin mo- most likely, but with the Hardy Family Office, they ha- really, the entire team except for Matt Hardy can beat the pin. I think in this situation, uh, Dress Express really has to win. It has to be, remember, Dress Express, uh, Orange Cassidy doesn't really need it. Chuck Killer obviously doesn't need it. And Yuta is kind of, he's kind of in that Fuego spot where, like, where, like he's, do, he's doing a lot, but he's not signed. So, um, I, I believe this is the first time that someone who hasn't been signed, like, to a full time contract, has appeared on AEW pay per view in a long time. Like, either someone who isn't making their debut, or someone who's, who, like, okay. like, a way, like, like, John Moxley, and, like, guys who appeared at pay-per-views out of nowhere, aside, I think he was the first guy that's, like, not been under contract, but still given a, a non-Battle Royal pay-per-view match. I don't think Silver was signed when he fought Orange Cassidy yet. No, I'm pretty sure he was. I'm pretty sure him and Reynolds were both signed at that point. Oh, well, either way, you can count Christian because he hadn't technically signed yet when he walked out. He signed live on TV. Well, I, I, I said I don't count those. I count, like, I'm kind of like, like, announced pay-per-view matches. Ah. And so Yuta's definitely the, like, the first person to have done that, where he isn't signed to, to a contract, but is, but is making his a pay-per-view appearance. So, but yeah, I think that Best Friends and Jurassic Express really have to win this match. I agree. I think Best Friends and Jurassic Express are going to get the win, and I think Orange Cassidy's going to get the pin on probably Matt Hardy, if I had to guess, just end that little feud that they have going right there. I think Jungle, I think Jungle Boy is going to make Matt Hardy submit to the snare trap because you have those two who have submission finishers. You have Hardy has the leech, and then, and then Jungle Boy has the 
their trap. I think that they're going to not target Yuta, but they're going to target Jungle Boy. They're going to target his neck. And then the leech, and he's unlocking the leech, but then you have, like, dressed, like, uh, Luchasaurus comes in, the tail whip, Jungle Boy picks him up, lock, locks in the snare trap, boom, party taps out. Because it gets Jungle Boy over continuously, because you can see that they don't want to push Jungle Boy. It gets Jungle Boy over because he picks up a, bi a big win on pay-per-view. Even though it's the pre-show, it's still a pay-per-view match. But, um, but yeah, so we both agree Jurassic Express are going to pick up the win. And up next, the former buy-in match, but is now on the main card due to Pac and Andrade being canceled. The Women's Casino Battle Royal with the current participants being Riho, Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, Thunder Rosa, Ty Conti, Julia Hart, Big Swole, The Bunny, Red Velvet, Penelope Ford, Nyla Rose, Diamante, Abaddon, Kylan King, Layla Hirsch, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, and the returning Anna J. Those are the current participants. No Joker announced, but for this, Sal, who do you think is winning, and who do you think the Joker will be? I'm sure we all know who the Joker is going to be. Everyone has their money on Ruby Soho. Because it's kind of the obvious pick to go with Soho. But, I mean, we could... We could see a member, a member of the Iconics, or we could have it be a funny, the Iconics come down and they're a duo, but they but they consider themselves as one entrant. You never know. They're 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 always pretty funny in my opinion. But um, but I I think Soho is going to be the woman to come out and join the battle royal. If not her, then they may pick up someone from the independent scene. Maybe someone like um. If Ring of Honor hasn't already signed her, Willow Nightingale, um, maybe Nicole Savoy, if Savoy isn't signed to Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be an independent star. Then, 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 so, then, so has the only logical choice you can go for this. Because there, there's no other big women's wrestler who's a free agent right now that could, that has been generating the amount of buzz that Soho has been in the AEW community. So I think Soho is going to be the wild card. But I think that they're going to have Thunder Rosa win the Battle Royal. And I think what what they'll do is the, is the same thing that Adam Page wins the belt. They could also have it be two babyface championship changes as Thunder Rosa becomes the new women's champion. Or you could give the win to Big Swole. And you could, have, and you could, re, and you could kind of run a modified version of the Swole for Baker angle, but you can add Jamie Hayter in there as a new force. My so, my ultimate pick is going to be Thunder Rosa. So I think the Joker is either going to be Ruby Soho or for the first time ever have someone enter as a Joker for a second time in history. I think maybe Mercedes Martinez. I forgot about Mercedes. I think she could be a huge pick, pick up for AEW, and I think it'd be huge for her to be the second person to enter as a Joker, uh, or the first person to yeah. enter as a Joker twice. But there's also some rumors that she's going to MLW to be a part of LAX. I mean, you can she can do that after. I mean, really I, so I think okay, Mercedes is a good choice, but I think that Soho is the popular choice, and I would really like to see Soho in. AEW, maybe she could 
do it with like Diamante, and they can go after, and you can give Diamante something to do. Have it be Diamante versus Jamie Hayter, and then Soho versus Baker. But yeah, in the end, I do have Thunder Rosa as the winner, no matter what. I think it's going to be Soho or Mercedes Martinez, one of the two. But for my pick to win it, it's a tough one. I wouldn't mind Jamie Hayter winning and then actually seeing Jamie Hayter mess around and win the title from Baker, but I know that won't happen. Um, I also kind of agree that I think Thunder Rosa might win because she's, I mean, I think she's the obvious pick to be the one to take the title off of Britt Baker. I think that's an obvious thing could, that's happening. They could also build up someone like Conti, Penelope Ford, Anna Jay, someone like that. Or maybe you could give it to Emi Sakura, who has re- who has recently made the commitment to AEW, and it would be a good you no know, for her because so- because Emi Sakura has been a a pioneer in Joshi wrestling, so it'd be a good thank you for her. She gets a title shot against Britt Baker, and you can build this emotional story. Emi Sakura, like ma- like making it in the U.S. after starting her career over twenty years ago. Sakura already had a title shot, so okay, okay, all right, my, my, okay. Still, this that was in like what that was the infancy of AEW. No, was it like, was like last year. She lost to Sheeta. Really? Oh shit! Never mind then. Um, maybe Kira Hogan. Maybe Kira Hogan. I wish, man. I wish, but she isn't signed yet, sadly. So that's not happening. So, I think yeah, my ultimate pick, Thunder Rosa, for me. I think my ultimate pick is going to have to be Thunder Rosa as well. But I also wouldn't mind seeing Ruby Soho be the Joker and just win the entire thing. And now I go into John Moxley versus the the leader of, of the Bread Club, Satoshi Kojima. This yeah, an easy one. this is an, easy, an easy one. one. Moxley's going Moxley. over. But Kojima is going to fucking show out. But yeah, Moxley's winning this one, no doubt about it. I'm going to clip that when Moxley just hits him with a paradigm shift and wins in six seconds. Fuck you. <laughs> but following but yeah, that, we uh, have the biggest sleeper match in AEW history, history. Paul White. Tall Paul versus, versus QT Marshall. QT Marshall. We all know who's winning this, sadly. All right. But Tall Paul's okay, okay. winning. I could see this becoming a Paul White gun club feud, and it, but specifically not with Billy, but I think Austin should be the one to do it. Because Billy versus Paul White is going to be boring as all fucking hell. But I Austin just... Gunn bumping around for Paul White? Doesn't seem like a bad idea. I just want Paul to stick to commentary. I've never been a big show fan in my entire I'm, life. I, I, you know, I was a big show fan at one point. Never, never in my life <laughs> have I liked the big show. And I I already, like, I know this is the piss break match of this entire show. And I think this would have been better on, like, I mean, like dark elevation of all things. It's perfect because, because it's in between Kojima and Moxley, which, which, which is going to be a hard hitter. And then the emotional rollercoaster with, with, with our next match... Because we because we all know Paul White's win QT versus him, Jericho versus MJF with a stipulation that if Chris Jericho loses, he must retire from in ring competition. I'm curious about this one. I can Fuck. see it going both ways. The, I think this is the most difficult match to call on the entire card. So I kind of want MJF to win just to see Jericho retire, but I think logically Jericho's gonna win, which will hurt MJF in my opinion. And I kind of don't want to see that. I think Jericho should just eat another loss and retire. I mean, Jericho is 50 years old. He is 50. So I think calling it quits at this point, 30-year career, not a bad place to call it quits. 
and it's not like you're losing a WWE title match, but you're losing to someone who is definitely going to be a huge star, probably Jericho level within the next 15 years. So, my pick is MJF. <sighs> my pick is going to be Chris Jericho, because I think it's obvious Jericho's going to win, sadly, but if I had to choose from my heart, I'm going to say I want MJF to win. But following that... It's AEW. It's AEW. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Following that, we have the reigning and defending TNT champion Miro taking on Eddie Kingston. This is an obvious one. It's so good, but it's so obvious. Miro is going to be Eddie Kingston. Yeah, Miro is going to be Eddie Kingston, but it will be a hell of a match. But then we go into what I think is going to be the match of the night on this card. Match of the year. I don't think match of the year. You never know what AW still has left in the tank man have you can you just i'm all i've been thinking about since this was announced is all the crazy stuff phoenix can do with this cage we we were talking about it we talked about the elix we talked well, about Canadian destroyer so sadly he can't do either of them because there is a top on the cage it's like hell in a cell so i think he's gonna do like a kalisto with what kalisto did in the elimination <laughs> chamber climb to the very top jump off but like okay wait Okay, so it's, then it's not a don't call it a steel cage then because then like because then like the escape stipulation shouldn't work. There is no escape stipulation in this match. Oh, then fuck it. Have him hit Canadian Destroyer on top of the cage. Oh hell yeah, I'm all for that. Like, like have like, like hell you could throw Brandon Cutler up there and have Cutler take the move. Hell yeah, I think it's obvious but, uh, who's winning this one as well. I think it's Lucha Bros. Oh, wow, okay, I think, okay, I think Young Bucks are going to win, and then I think next in the rankings is Proud and Powerful, so I think they'll face, oh, fuck, that's I true. think, I think they'll face and lose the titles to Proud and Powerful at Arthur Ashe, which is in New York, so I think they'll but, lose the titles then. Oh, fuck, that's a good idea, but also, you could have the Bucks lose belts here, and then you have that lore from Impact of Lucha Bros versus Power, Proud and Powerful, but then you have Lucha Bros play play heel i'll be honest i don't think the bucks are losing the title until kenny loses the world title and if rumors are true then they'd be losing the tag titles the same night hangman wins the title fair point all right yeah i'm about to go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go go with the bucks and they're and 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 they're and like r.i.p the mustaches but yeah the bucks i'll go with the bucks but following that we have the best one of probably the best women's matches of like maybe the month maybe the year who knows i'm calling this is going to be a great match Britt baker versus chris statlander for the aw women's championship and as much as my heart wants chris statlander to win I think the winner is going to be Dr. Britt Baker. DMD. This is a match that was supposed to happen like, like a year and a half ago at Double Nothing 2020. And now they have the opportunity to run it here. And I do believe that Britt Baker is going to win, but I think that Chris Allender is going to have a star-making performance. I think it will be a great match be, either way. I, I 100% agree. And I think that this could be a chance maybe like Chris Statlander can go down can go to Impact and he and she can feud with Deanna Perrazzo and you can have Perrazzo come out here okay I'm gonna do some like I'm gonna Perrazzo. do some fantasy booking here I fantasy think booking Aiden what happened last time buddy I think Britt Baker wins this match but then after the match Deanna Perrazzo comes out and they have a face-to-face 
And then at Arthur Ashe, we get Britt Baker versus Deanna Perrazzo, the match we've all wanted since Britt Baker won the damn title. Well, Perrazzo is like a belt collector for, for women. Yeah, I know, which is why I kind of want her to win the AEW Women's title and get revenge for AEW stealing the Impact title. I don't know. I, I think that. I I think I want it. But following that, we have Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the AEW World Championship. This is an obvious one. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega's winning. But I think following this match, it will be the final countdown. I think Brian Danielson's coming out at the end of this match and doing a face-to-face or attacking. I don't know. I think he's going after Kenny Omega right out the gates. Wait, wait, wait. We forgot a match. We forgot a match. We did? We still are yet to talk about Darby Allen versus CM Punk. I know. We were going to get to that after this. Oh, wait. What the fuck? Is that, is that the main event? They're hyping it up as the main event. So, yeah, Punk and Darby is going to be the main event most likely. What the fuck? Uh, they fucked over Kenny at Double or Nothing already. <laughs> Kenny was the main Kenny event at Double or Nothing. Of- what do you mean? No, he didn't. Yeah, uh, he, the stadium stampede did. Oh well, yeah, that's kind of because it's stadium stampede. But I mean, like, how are you gonna put Kenny in the main event and not Punk when everyone there's going to see Punk pretty much? Fair point. Fair point. But either way, I think Omega's gonna win after this. Brian Danielson's gonna come out. Um, I think that's a given. Um, either I think Brian Danielson will come out, or if we get anything by then, I think Danielson or Adam Cole will come out during this. But I think it's a given that after this match, someone is coming out and making their debut. Which sucks because Soho is already debuting, rumorly. Yeah, it's gonna. It'll probably. Whoever whoever debuts as the Joker is gonna be overshadowed by by the debut of. And I kind of agree with what a lot of Twitter is saying. They need to spread these out so that these weak shows that they've been having lately, which aren't even really that weak, but people are so like. They want more debuts and more debuts that they get burnt out, but they need to spread these out, have Soho and Brian at all out, have Cole a couple weeks later, have Buddy Murphy a few weeks later, et cetera, et cetera. Whoever signs after that, have them come in instead of just one giant signing group happening at one pay-per-view, spread them out kind of like Malachi and Andrade, where two weeks after Andrade, we got Malachi. What I think is that, as we know, if you remember watching, I think it was the first time, like, the first second episode we, we did with Justin and fantasy booking. If you remember that, I remember my fantasy booking of Malachi Black's AEW or the, the House of Black and Buddy Murphy's debut. They're, they're going on that route, so I do think that, and although and, and although my, the timing for me was off, I still have the right idea. So I do personally think that. Um, the best decision, I think, really should be to have, like, you think, you can have Cole and them, but, like, you have to really put a big emphasis on Mer- on Buddy Matthews, because Danielson and Cole's name speak for themselves, but Buddy Matthews doesn't, because AW fans aren't going to know, like, think, a- a- AW diehards who, like, follow BT, like, fo- who followed BTE for years, they're going to know Adam Cole. And who doesn't know who Brian Danielson is? But they aren't really gonna know who Buddy Matthews is. So you so, so put the emphasis on Buddy Matthews more than you would on Danielson and Cole's debuts. You still treat since like main eventers, 
we have to put a lot more care into Matthews because Matthews' character needs more care, like like Malachi and Andrade. Andrade's char character doesn't really need like the elaborate care and and attention to detail that Malachi's really needs. Malachi's gimmick needs a lot of attention to de detail. But yeah, I do agree that they need to spread them out because they've had they're having a lot of debuts all at once, and it's kind of overwhelming, and it's going to end up burning out. It's going to make AW feel it's going to feel stagnant, but it's not stagnant. It's going to have that bad feel when you know it's such a good product, but it's going to have that like rotten to it. So, who do you think's winning between Kenny Omega and Christian Cage? Um, we, we, we we all know who's we, we all know who's going over. Yeah, it's going to be Christian Cage, obviously. I'm kidding. It's going to be Kenny, Kenny Omega. It's going to be Kenny by God Omega. Well, then following that, we have the probably main event of the entire show, which is going to be CM Punk, his first match in seven years versus Darby Allen. We all know who's winning this. This is a pretty CM obvious Punk. one as well. CM Punk is going over here. And, uh, yeah, it's, going, it's set up to be a great show. I low-key, though, want Brandon so not to come out for the after the AW match, but I want him to come out for this match. And I want to see Danielson turn heel. I just want... I just want a heel to come who is, like, a big name. I don't, like... I love Malachi and Andrade, but I wanted Punk to be heel in his face, and I want Danielson to be heel. Yeah, well, that ain't happening, but... <laughs> Fuck you. Also, it's setting up to be one of the best pay-per-views, and Tony Khan himself has even said it. This is set up to be the best pay-per-view in AEW history, and even to some people, maybe even the greatest pay-per-view of all time, because, you know, there's going to be people that make it like it. Uh, but uh -huh. this is sure to be a great card. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cult of Elite. You can find us at patreon.com slash Cult of Elite. You can find exclusive content there uh, almost every day. Who knows? Something like that. But you can get episodes exclusively early, um, including the latest episode, which is the next episode. You can get that a day early when it will drop. We haven't recorded that yet, but we will. that will include the all-out review. Follow us on social media and uh, join the cult.